The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It's another week, a new edition of the Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton here with my good buddy Johnny Lightfoot. Sup, Johnny? How are you, brother? You survived uh, the first week back on remote. I sure did, but I think the more important news is you, man. Me? Your story with the pizza guy My is story. all over the world, man. You are world famous. It, it went uh, like wildfire. That thing. Uh, that Now, I've been saying it was the most boring, mundane, fascinating story of history. I don't think it's boring. I think it's oh, really Oh, it's very cool. boring. Really? When you boil down it, boil it down to what it is, it's play-by-play of a pizza delivery. You're too close, man. But it's Michael Jordan. Right. And it's this lore and legend that has been told for 20-plus years now. Yeah. And then the documentary being set straight. Yeah. According to how Craig Fight remembers it and, and claims it to have been. Well, it's it's really interesting because he was the first one that came out and was kind of calling Michael. No, that didn't really happen. This is what really happened. And now was it was it Horace Grant as well, kind of calling out Michael? So yeah, a kind of here's a kind of two people that don't know each other starting to call Michael out. It kind of makes you question that a little bit. Yeah, I've always questioned it. <laughs> I've always thought I'm always uh, going to lean towards if it's Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan's teams. By I mean like PR team that that machine. Sure against whoever i'm probably going to believe whoever over the michael jordan hype machine i get it well hey man i haven't had a chance to talk to you about it yet and i think it's really cool and and good job on all that man thanks uh, and thanks to dustin smith for getting us the the lead on that and just followed a lead it worked out it was great so if you haven't if you haven't heard it don't know where you've been but it's at 1280thezone.com investigative reporter austin <laughs> yeah all right uh we do have a lot of movie news and rumors to get to we've got a from the archives movie that uh, i've got fond memories about and i'll share that uh, and johnny will share his thoughts on that as well and a poll question that uh, took off like wildfire in of its own right so we got a lot to do here on the Movie Zone. But we start each and every week off, except last week because I didn't do one, with the Sunday night DVD collection poll results. All right, let's do it. This week, uh, I went with 1998's Meet Joe Black. Okay. Starring Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Claire Forlani. 136 votes, 57% good, 43% bad. Ooh. So a little closer to the middle. A little closer, but you still got that winning edge. A win's a win, man. Still undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen Meet Joe Black? I have seen Meet Joe Black. What'd you think of it? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. I didn't didn't really have anything bad, but I, I like Brad Pitt. Okay. You know, Brad Pitt can do anything, and I'm just I love it. You know. Yeah. The the reason I own this DVD is when I was a single man in college, I'd go down to Walmart and to the five dollar bin and just pick a movie that I had never seen. Okay. I had never seen this. I'd heard good things about it. I got it. I was so bored. Were you really so bored? So if I were voting in this poll, I would have voted bad. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. You know, it's funny though when when people first mention Meet Joe Black, for some reason I think of the Gorilla movie. Oh, Mighty Joe Young? Yes. <laughs> that's the first Charlize thing that, Theron. That's yeah. the first thing that flashes in my mind, and then I have to recorrect myself. <laughs> yeah, and you're, you, we made that mistake two weeks ago with Sergeant Bill Coe and Major Payne. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm great like that, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, uh, the Sunday night DVD collection poll question. Meet Joe Black, 57% say it's good. All right, time for movie news and rumors. Why don't you get us started, John? You've got you mentioned the Mandalorian documentary last week. I did. Now, have you had a chance to watch any of it? I watched the, the episode 
episode, I believe it's episode one, okay. where they have all the different directors talking about their experiences of directing The Mandalorian. Correct. Now, as of right now, there's been three episodes released, and uh, they obviously are going to keep going for a little while on it. And each episode is kind of focusing on a certain thing. The first episode was mostly on the directors. Um, and then the third episode is focusing on the cast. And the second episode was kind of more about the lore of the Mandalorian. Okay. And I'm finding it really interesting. Are you? I'm, I'm really loving it. I love the perspective of all the directors and how different everyone's style is. They're very different and from just, each other. Yeah, and, and thinking back on it, when I watched The Mandalorian, I didn't necessarily pick up that there was different directors on it, but looking at it and knowing that knowledge now, it's like, oh, I can totally see it. Yeah. The way it's shot, the way it's you know filmed, even some of the comedy in, in mm-hmm. certain ones. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, each and every one of them is such a different personality, uh, and then you see that in their directing. Yes. And yet it works. That was what... Uh, what uh, surprised me was how well the show has worked with so many different directors. Right. Has anything been done like this? I know there's been a lot of shows that have different directors, but there's usually one that does bulk of them and then a guest director here and there. But every episode had a different director, or at least they directed two episodes each. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I've never seen this... There's so many directors doing one thing. So. The one that really surprised me the most was Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter. Okay. From, you know, you probably know her in the Jurassic World series. Yeah, I think she's a great actress. Uh, I liked her in Peach Dragon, the remake of Peach Dragon. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, it's I love that movie. I, I'm a fan of the original. This one, she plays Robert Redford's daughter. Really? It's great. It's okay. good. You got to see it. But anyway. So I will have to see that for sure. So um, I like how they... I, I, I got the impression from watching the first one, maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, but was that kind of her first time directing? I don't think so. Okay. I think she's done a few other things here. With her dad being who he is, I would think she'd had her hand in it. But yeah. the way they made it sound was that it was because they said she was the rookie and she got the tough episodes and kind of had it a prove herself a little bit in those because her episodes were not my favorites and not okay. because of hers just it was the one with the the atst yeah i didn't like that one too you know much, it's yeah. like it, it was a let's just push the story along kind of episode it wasn't a, a main plot thing it's like we need to get from point a to point b yeah which i think is going to come back later in the series i think that woman that the mandalorian met and questioned his religion if you will and tried to take his helmet off right right i don't be doing that no i'll be doing that that's not good is that the right episode am i remembering that yes okay yes it was in like kind of like that watery world that yeah you know yeah. it wasn't watery but it was a grassy world that they had all the water around and the woman was hiding in the basket under from the group of people that were coming and trying to it I wasn't guess, pillage it wasn't the worst episode but it wasn't the best either. no no yeah. no my favorite episodes and i you're gonna have to correct me i know you just told me and i spaced his name already Taika Waititi? That guy. He's great. Thor Ragnarok director. Um, Jojo Rabbit director. Y- yep. And, and Star. Yeah. And Star, right. He played uh, the villain. Let's just yes. call him that. <laughs> and uh, he is going to be doing the next run of Star Wars movies. The new saga. The right? new saga. No more Skywalker sagas. It's going to be the Lightfoot sagas. No, I don't think that that's accurate. Really? I'm sorry. Oh, I misread that. Somewhere. I, I think it's I think it's the Jar Jar Binks saga. Oh, yeah. I, I would prefer the Misa. Watch this. Oh yeah. man, wouldn't that be horrible? It would be terrifically bad. Oh, yeah. it would it would make the prequels look really good. I, I think that this is <laughs> yeah. I think this is a really this is a task. I'm not sure I'd have the guts to tackle. 
Skywalker, the, so- the finish to the si- Skywalker saga, I thought they were good. Yeah, me too. A lot of people hated them. And right. now he's starting something completely new. Which I like. Do you? I, I like that idea of something new. Like like The Mandalorian. It's not a Skywalker, you know, based thing. It's something totally new. And like I said, there has to be more people and stories in the galaxy. Yeah. Or galaxies, if you will. Mm. And uh, I, I like the idea of it. I, I hope, I hope, can I base his name already? What is it? Taika Waititi. Taika. 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 Okay, I'm going to have to remember this. He's funny. He's, he's way funny. Yeah. And, and what I say, going back to The Mandalorian, his episodes had a lot of comedy in it. Yeah. And I love that. Like, you, if you remember, I think it was towards the end of The Mandalorian, the opening scene of the two uh, stormtroopers on the speeder bikes trying to shoot. Yes. And they couldn't hit the... I, Jason well, Sudeikis and who was the other? Uh, I can't, can't remember. remember the uncredited roles, both of them. But they were making comedy like, oh, it must be the gun. <laughs> this is why we can't hit anything, you know. Uh, he also is the voice of IG-11 in The Mandalorian. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's great. Uh, and yeah, he'll be doing the next uh, Star Wars saga, so excited for, for that. that. Uh, the best or the most rated or most watched movie right now on Netflix. Oh, is this what I'm thinking it is? It is a David yes. Spade, Adam Sandler special I, uh, called I... The Wrong Missy. Yes, it Have looks you watched like... it? I haven't watched it, but I watched the trailer. We were going to watch it last night. Um... The, the other said, uh, I'm not in the mood for it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I can mm-hmm. understand that, but we're watching it. I think it looks hilarious. I, I think that uh, Adam Sandler makes a lot of really terrible bad movies. Yeah? Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched it. Okay. Uh, I think that this will be a, a bad movie. You think it's going to be horrible? But I think it'll be stupidly fun. I love Does the premise. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I love the premise of it. And uh, the Missy, the wrong Missy, is, I don't know if you know her, she was in, uh, I can't remember her so name. Lauren Lapkus? Yes, thank you. She was in Orange is the New Black. I don't know if you watched I've that series. I've never seen that show. That series yeah. is awesome. And she always played this really kind of mousy um Security guard at the at the at the prison. The prison, okay. yeah. And so seeing her in this role, bouncy and crazy, is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to try and maybe watch it later later this evening. Well, it's the most popular thing on Netflix right now. I believe now. it. It's David Spade. Yeah. And by the way, this might fold into our poll question of the week. Okay. David Spade made a lot of uh, made a couple classically, incredibly, terrifically funny movies. Yes. And he's skated on by with bad ones ever since. So would you, are, are you are you including Tommy Boy in and that? And Black Sheep. And Black Sheep. So both of those were really more uh, Chris Farley movies with David Spade just happened to be in them. Right. So what about Joe Dirt? Nah, I don't, I hate that movie. Really? Yep. I think it's so funny, So t- tune in for segment two on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot. What are some movies that seemingly everyone finds funny, but you don't? We'll get to that in segment two. Uh, we got some Space Jam news here, Johnny. Really? On the on the heels of the Last Dance documentary. Okay. Seven quick things we know about Space Jam: a new legacy. That's the new one with uh, LeBron, right? LeBron James will uh, be the star in the show. Michael Jordan had to sign off on that. Wow. Because he owns part of sp- the Space Jam entity. I wonder if he'll. I bet you he'll have a cameo. He. I don't know. I don't know. I bet he will. He originally wanted it to be Blake Griffin. Really? Yep. That doesn't make sense but at LeBron all. But LeBron was interested in the studio, said, no, we're going to go with LeBron. Uh, well, I mean, Blake's a great basketball player, but he's not LeBron. Yep. Set release date is next summer, 2021. Uh, LeBron will be the lead along with a Marvel Comic Universe veteran. Uh, and I don't know who this is. 
I don't think they have named it yet, but uh, it was revealed in May 2019 that Star Trek Discovery and the Walking Dead star Sonequa Martin-Green. I don't know who that is, but she's going to play LeBron James' wife oh. in the show. And Don Chadle. Oh, really? Will be in the show. So as we know him as a War Machine. Yep. So that's the MCU vet there. Yes. Uh, Michael Jordan, uh, like I said, had a different NBA star in mind. It was uh, Blake Griffin. Charles Barkley, not too hip to the idea of a Space Jam sequel. Okay. He said, not at all. I don't care, really. Space Jam 1 was amazing. We don't need to. <laughs> Space Jam was a classic. I don't like when people try to imitate something that was already good. That's because he wasn't invited to be in it. <laughs> if he was invited to be in it, it would be the greatest thing ever. Uh, let's see. Director of a recent Best Picture Oscar nominee, Ryan Coogler, uh, who directed uh, Fruitvale Station Creed. He's signed on as a producer, and, of course, he was uh, Oscar-nominated for Black Panther. Malcolm D. Lee will direct Space Jam A New Legacy. You might know him from uh, Undercover Brother, Girls Trip, mm-hmm. and The Best Man. Okay. A Disney animation veteran is working on Space Jam A New Legacy. Uh, let's see, it's not its not been terribly affected by the health crisis, with star LeBron James assuring that the film, which wrapped principal photography in September of last year, primarily had the animated portions as all that was left to handle. Tony Bancroft, if you don't recognize his name, you will certainly recognize his work as an animator for Disney, including shows like Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. The Lion King, and Aladdin, and he was the director of Mulan in 1998. Boy, just four of their biggest movies... <laughs> just you four know, of the biggest thing ever. Of, yeah, yep. nothing, nothing too big. There you go. <laughs> wow. Uh, you had a, you had another piece of news for us, didn't you? Yeah, I actually have two. Okay. Um, and we'll we'll come back to the the Mandalorian news, but it's kind of another. I don't know what you call it. Foot in the grave for DC. Okay. You know, Ruby Rose after one season is leaving the CW show Batgirl. She of course was Batgirl. Did you watch it? I saw some of it. I didn't. Um, I caught it by mistake. Okay. And but I watched it and thought, okay. I'll be honest. I didn't know the CW was still around. So, <laughs> well, yeah. it is. And uh, she says it was one hundred percent her decision. So it wasn't some disagreement with uh, the studio. The studio didn't fire her and say you. You know, you say it's you. 100% her decision. But what does this say for DC? They've just had a lot of trouble, man, from their movies to now TV series. Yeah, uh, I, I'll tell them again, stop trying to be as good as Marvel. Yeah. Embrace what you did with Shazam. Shazam. Embrace the comedy side, the lighter side, the the funny comic strip part that is lost in these dark brooding DCs. So would you like to see a uh, DC take on like a Deadpool? Like that kind of dark comedy? Maybe. I, I, again, I really liked what they did with Shazam. I liked what they did with Shazam, and I really like what they did with Wonder Woman. If 1984, Wonder Woman 1984, isn't a hit, I don't know what to tell them. But yeah, they might want to quit. They might. Well, you know, yeah. they had success with the, uh, what was it, 80s Batmans? Michael Keaton Batmans? Was that DC? That was DC. Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers, yeah. 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 Okay. And uh, and I think they had some hits going on with uh, the, the Christian, Christian Bell. Bells. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's just kind of been bomb after bomb. Yep. Suicide Squad was terrible. Even though I enjoyed Suicide Squad, I thought it was fun and entertaining, and I like they were trying to kind of get on that whole Avengers, let's put multiple bad guys together and yeah. make a movie. But uh, Aquaman, awful. Aquaman, the best part about Aquaman was all the rock star hair flips and poses <laughs> that Jason Momoa did. It was, it was, it was one hair uh, flip after the other. It was almost comical. Yeah. But, you know, the new Harley Quinn movie was fun, but 
That's about it. Never saw it. It's it's okay. Yeah, Birds of Prey, right? Yeah, it's yeah. okay. You know, I, I they they need to do something. They they're not going to be Marvel. They're not going to have the success Marvel had. And I think they're still trying to do it. And the timelines in in the DC universe make zero sense to me. Like, let's take the Joker for example. How many Joker movies have we had just recently besides? Walking Phoenix Joker, the Suicide Squad Joker, yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker. You know what Joker is it? Was it Joker 3.0? <laughs> yeah, is, it, so. is it supposed four, to be? Yeah. Is it supposed to be the same Joker? <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Do you? Nope. Does anybody? No. I don't think so. But that Joker was a was a hit for DC. That was a good movie, but again, it was. I not, don't ever want to see it again, though. No, it was. It was one of those movies Oof. that's really. We left the theater going. That was a great movie. I never want to see it again because yeah. it, wow, was it dark. All right, final piece of uh, movie news and movie news and rumors, I should say here uh, before we get to segment two and your poll question responses. How about uh, these nine movies that are going to come to Netflix in June? You tell me yes or no if you like these movies. Okay, hit me. Casper. No. You don't like Christina Ricci and Casper. You're talking the Friendly Ghost. Yeah. No, I, I'm With a fan. With Bill Pullman? I'm a fan of the cartoon. When I was growing up, that was the cartoon. I love this movie. The movies I couldn't get into. Remember me this it, way. It reminds me of Disney's Haunted Mansion. Okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. Eh. Uh, the, uh, let's see. So Casper, Inside Man. Ooh. Spike Lee, Denzel Washington, Clive Owen. That might be pretty good. I've, I tend to like Spike Lee stuff. I love this. I love that movie, Inside so Man. So I, I could get into that. E.T., the extraterrestrial. The est- extraterrestrial. Thank you. You like that? Absolutely. How can you not? The Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Best Valentine's Day movie ever. <laughs> cool. Uh, you know I don't like horror movies. But do you like that one? I have not. Seen, I've seen the the most famous pieces of it. That's not really a horror movie though. That's more just a, a thriller. It's horror. No, it's thriller. Buffalo Bill. That's ah. that is horror. Jason would take Buffalo Bill out in a New York second. <laughs> Helen Mirren's The Queen. Yes. I haven't seen that. Yes. V for Vendetta. Good movie. Yes. Coming to Netflix in Natalie June. Portman, right? Uh, yep. Yep. Frost Nixon. Ooh. I haven't seen that one. I watched that, and uh, it was not an action-packed or comedy or anything. It was just a good drama. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox oh, story. absolutely. Absolutely not. I love that comedy. I love that. You know, I love that scary, scary movie comedy, you know? Like, you, you remember the 90s scary movies? Yep. I love that kind of comedy. And then uh, the uh, Oscar-nominated, underrated, underwatched Lady Bird with Ooh. Shirsa Ronan. Yes. And uh, Laurie Metcalf. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah. Great movie. Yes. Yep. So Absolutely. there you go. Coming your way on Netflix next month. Before, before we break, yeah. I want to throw in one more piece of news that I okay. forgot about The Mandalorian. Boba Fett returns. Dun, dun, dun. Or does he? Dun, dun, dun. We don't know if it's just someone wearing the same costume or if it's the actual Boba Fett, but Boba Fett has been confirmed in season two of The Mandalorian. So that confirms the timeline of The Mandalorian then? So, yeah, The the Mandalorian's after, though, after Return of the Jedi, after he went into the Sarlacc. So, for those that were still straggling, hoping that this was Yoda as a baby. No, this is not Yoda as a baby, (laughs) even though it may be. No, it couldn't be. Could be a clone. No. uh -uh. No? Well, then that's not the same thing. No. Well. And a a clone, again, I think you clone yourself, unless he, like, froze his, froze a piece of his DNA when he was a baby. True. You clone from the time you t- collect that DNA. Do you? Yes. Is that is that 
canon? No, it's not. See, I, I in fact, when you clone a sheep, I think it's a brand new baby it's sheep. A, right, yeah. exactly. I I personally think it's more. I think they're going to play into the lore of Yoda had a wife at one time. Uh huh. Or a lover, or maybe. both. Maybe. Or, you know, polygamy was acceptable in the Jedi Council. Look, it, you were able to kiss your sister or brother in Star Wars. They didn't know. Yes, they did. They did not know. Empire Strikes Back. Leia kissed Luke. They didn't know they were brother and sister. Doesn't make it any better, does it? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, coming up next, what are some movies that seemingly everyone finds funny except for you? Oh, boy. At Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot. We'll get to your time to uh, respond next here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to segment two of the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot here, melting your faces with some ACDC <laughs> School of Rock style. And that's our soundtrack of the week, Johnny, because in segment three from the archives, we're going back to 2003 with School of Rock. And isn't this a great song? Does ACDC, first of all, I think all their songs sound the same, sorry. Well, they're very similar. But they're all terrific. They're just great three-chord yeah. rock and roll. Yeah, it's really well said. That's what it is, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Can you play every ACDC song off of memory? I can play a lot of them off of memory, yeah. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you go, Soundtrack of the Week, uh, brought to you by Megaplex Theaters. Check them out at megaplextheaters.com. Time for our poll question of the week, sir. This is going to be an interesting one. We uh, we had a lot of responses, a lot of people uh, sounding off, and the reason why the sound or the, excuse me the poll question of the week came to be was partly because of the wrong Missy that we talked about in segment one, <laughs> right? But also because in segment three we go from the archives with Jack Black's School of Rock, and I think there's a lot of people that don't find Jack Black or Jack Black movies funny. I can understand that. Um, I, I find him hilarious. In fact, I, I see a lot of Farley in him. I see a lot of Belushi in him as well. But I love the... I love... I, I think I can bond with Jack Black because he's a musician. He wants to be a rock star. I, you know, I wanted to do that. Yeah. And... Uh, he takes it so seriously and it's so wrong, yeah. you know, like rolling around on the ground, ju- crowd surfing when uh, there's no one there to jump into and no one catches you. I get it. Yeah. So uh, that's why I wanted to put this out there. So let us know at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot, name us a movie or two or three that seemingly everyone but you finds funny. You Chasta Michael says the one I've never been able to get into is Monty Python, Ooh. which is strange because he thinks a fish called Wanda is hilarious. Oh, interesting. Uh, Hans Olsen says, <laughs> Spies Like Us. Oh, Hans. I love Chevy Chase. He's done some of my favorite comedies, but for some reason, this one failed me. I don't know why he why he would think that. That movie was hilarious. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Ashton says, Anything with Will Ferrell. I really don't like his movies. Wow. Those fighting words. Anything? I know. Any- Anything? Ricky Bobby is not funny. Anchorman? Anchorman's hilarious. Uh, Stranger Than Fiction? Yeah. Lego movie? Legos. What was, um, oh, I'm spacing on a major one. Austin Powers? Will Ferrell, yeah. The, 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 uh, what, Mufasa. What the, yeah, exactly. Wasn't that the Lion King? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Patrick, Monty Python as well. Interesting. Agrees with you, Shasta. Megan says a Christmas story. Wow. She doesn't think that that's funny at all. It's got funny moments. Um, it's not a comedy. I wouldn't call that a comedy. 
Zach Andrus replies with Sergeant Bilko. Oh. To which I replied, you're not confusing that with Major Payne, right? Because <laughs> Sergeant Bilko's funny. It is funny. Zach. It is funny. Now, Mark and Chris and a lot of people said Napoleon Dynamite. Now, this is interesting. I can kind of see this. When I first saw Napoleon Dynamite, I didn't find it funny. Okay. I looked at it and said- When did you see it? When it was in the theater, okay. when it came out. I looked at it and said- I went to school with people like this. I probably am this guy. So I didn't find it are funny. Are you from Idaho? No, but I'm from, oh. he- I'm from here. But, you know, oh. still, a lot of the actors were from here as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, I kind of, I didn't get it. But then as I watched it more and more, I start to saw, I start to, s- I started to see hmm. the charm of it and why it was funny. It's a movie that plays out better with you and your buddies uh, repeating the lines <laughs> than the movie itself. Give me a dang quesadilla! Yeah, it's not a quesadilla. Gosh! Oh, quesadilla. Uh, but it's not it, It's not a great movie. And I, the, Now, I was on my mission when it came out. Okay. And all I ever heard from everybody was, oh, it's so funny. So then when I came home and I watched it, I was like, what? what? Well, I get... Giant waste of my time. I get why it was funny to a lot of people outside, especially in New York and, like, L.A. Because... They didn't have people like that there, you yeah. know? And so to them, it's hilarious. Yeah, and that being said, I still quote it all the time. Well, of course. So. How can you not? Uh, Blair, you're not going to like this answer, Johnny. Blair says, the mask doesn't yeah. think it's funny. Okay. Airplane, he doesn't think it's funny. Seriously. And Talladega Nights, no! what you just mentioned. Talladega Nights is awesome. Chris says, any of the Monty Pythons, Napoleon Dynamite, and Borat. How do you not find Borat funny? I don't know. I guess people don't have sense of humor in some things. <laughs> uh, the Jazz Podcast agrees uh, with our previous answer from Ashton. Any Will Ferrell comedy. Okay. Says the Jazz Podcast. He doesn't find those funny. Doesn't find them funny. Wow. Nacho Libre, dumbest movie ever made, says UT Giants. <laughs> Stretchy pumps. Uh Speaking of Jack Black. Yes. Bark Ruffalo says anything with Melissa McCarthy, but also specifically <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. My wife loves Melissa McCarthy movies. I think they're funny, too. Did you like the Ghostbusters? Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. It's not the Ghostbusters to me. But it's still funny. It's still funny. And, in my opinion. And speaking of Ghostbusters, that's going to be coming out fairly soon. Yep. Uh, Corey says Step Brothers. Doesn't find ah. that funny. So there's another Will Ferrell down. Yeah. Uh, ben says it took me forever to watch, but when I did, I thought Step Brothers was meh. Ah. Now, Jared Guthrie. Don't touch my drums. <laughs> Jared Guthrie with an answer that I just want to vomit over. Okay. Princess Bride. Oh, boo! Sound the alarm. Now, Are you serious? Now, Jared, he did. He typed Princess Pride. I know. I, I saw think that. it's Princess Bride. I think that's what he meant. There's not a movie called Princess Pride, is there? If there is, I'm still thinking Princess Bride. <laughs> I'm sorry. Princess Bride is a great movie. I, it's, a, it's one of the most perfect movies ever. It's just brilliant. It's so good that even Deadpool... Came out with Once a Pine and Tedpool and got Fred Savage to reprise his role. Uh, Grant says Nacho Libre, Nacho Libre, oh, and Nacho Libre. Wow. Amy says Clue and The Princess Bride. So we're talking Clue, like the, the, the board game, the movie board game. With Tim Curry. I love that movie. I do too. And I loved how the endings were different. Yes, that's pretty How it crazy. really happened. Eric comes in with Zoolander. Now, I take that personal. Yeah, you kind of, you are blue still. <laughs> Jeff says Kung Fu Panda. My wife says we're the Millers, but she is wrong. I love Jennifer Aniston, says Jeff. We're the Millers is amazing. 
and so is Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. You know, speaking of Jack Black again, right? There's a lot of Jack Black down That's here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay, go on. Corey doesn't like the Princess Bride. Wow. Uh, a couple more Napoleons and Holy Grails here. Devin with Meet the Parents. What? You ought to take that one personally, too. Uh, anything Ben Stiller I'm taking personal. Uh, let's see. With one notable exception, Happy Gilmore, any movie with or by Adam Sandler, says L.L. Scoville. Now, I've got to ask, has he seen Billy Madison? I, he says with one notable exception. Right. Billy Madison was is classic. So is Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds is awesome. And so is uh, uh, Big Daddy. Yes. And so is, uh, what's the other one? <laughs> now, he said he liked Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah, that's the one notable exception. Uh, bedtime stories is what I was thinking of. I like bedtime stories. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jeff says Joe Dirt or anything <laughs> basically with David Spade. <sighs> to which Telly responded with, it's Joe Dirte to you, sir. <laughs> Patrick says Nacho Libre. Robert replies, I love that movie. Jared says Seth Rogen features. Interesting. Now, I agree except Longshot was a terrific movie. Longshot was great. I love that movie. Uh, I also liked him in uh, uh, what's the one with uh, the Office dude with Michael? Um, oh, I'm spacing. Dinner for oh for the forty year old virgin. Forty year old virgin. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you just ripped off your chest hair to yes, get me to know what one. I remember. Uh, Chandler says Hot Rod. Andy Samberg. I can kind of agree with that one. That was one I hated. Yeah. And then I saw it a second time and loved it. Really? Yep. Maybe I need to give it another shot. Uh, Swamp says, any of the Jackass movies? No. No way. Come on. The first one, I saw that in the theater and I my head hurt. Like the back of my head hurt from laughing so much at that. Brig says, the Blues Brothers. Which one? Uh, he just says, the Blues Brothers. Spaceballs. Whoa. And Big. Big? Big. Wow. Well, God, Brig. everyone's entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. Except Miguel, <laughs> who's our final answer. He's not entitled to his opinion anymore. What's his? Because this is a top 10 movie for me. Okay. Dumb and Dumber. Hilarious. You are hereby uninvited from responding <laughs> to the poll question, you Miguel. Know, the first one is great. The second one is okay. The second one, like the one they just released? Well, okay, there's three of them. I, I, I guess I should rephrase that. The third one, Dumb and dumber -er -er. Uh, I didn't like the most recent one. The most one. recent one, yeah, right. There was like the one, one where they where Harry and Lloyd were younger. Yeah. That technically Played by different a, actors. Yeah, technically that was the second one. Yeah. But, but I think uh, Dumb and Dumber is a top 10 movie, and no one will change my mind on that. And hoping to get part of uh, Lee Stedman, uh, the location manager for that movie, back on the show to uh, continue the plans for the anniversary, 25th year anniversary coming up. I know where a lot of those locations are. I stalk them frequently. <laughs> for sure. I love that movie. Now, what's, what's yours? Uh, a movie that everyone else finds funny that I don't. Uh, we've mentioned Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. We mentioned a couple of the Will Ferrells okay. that I don't especially uh, find funny. I would probably, though, say uh, that uh, The Hangover. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Any of them. Well, any e and all of them. Even the first one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did not expect I thought that. It was, I felt it was forced. Felt it was low-hanging fruit. But you like Bridesmaids. Yeah, not too much. Okay, so would you put bridesmaids uh, kind of? Because I, I see that as kind of the answer to the hangover, like the woman's answer to the hangover. You know what I mean? I don't see gender, Johnny Lightfoot. Well, I don't I know. Didn't, I was trying to tread lightly on that, and that's not what I was saying, but it, it was kind of that. Uh, my wife loves bridesmaids. Man, that, and I'm now fine I'm horrible. With, but to, to, to support you, my, life, my wife loves bridesmaids, and I'm okay with it. Okay. 
Whereas, but I don't like Hangover. You love Hangover. I, I think. I think. Well, I like the first one. By the third one, it was kind of like, okay, we're doing the same jokes. Yeah. The first one's hilarious. I I personally have to go with, and this is probably a very unpopular opinion, but I have to go with any of the Medeas, any oh, of those yeah. Medea movies, and and I I might even take it a step farther and say most Tyler Perry productions. Okay. <laughs> You know, I didn't like. I mean, doesn't he, doesn't he own TBS now? Isn't it probably Tyler Perry Broadcasting something? Yeah, that's probably what it is. Ty, Tyler's <laughs> Broadcasting System. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I I just uh, I <laughs> one Halloween we went out. We I didn't have my son, and we don't get a lot of trick or treaters, so we decided to go see Boo, Medea's Boo. Why? And I couldn't tell you. There's not a more appropriate title for that name, <laughs> or that name for that movie, Boo. <laughs> I, I and I made it the whole time. We stayed the whole time. That's and, amazing. And we left. Just going, we're never going to get that time back. Hmm. Horrible. Coming up next, we'll wrap up this week's edition of The Movie Zone with the uh, From the Archives. We're looking back at 2003 School of Rock, right here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone. On 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week here on The Movie Zone. He's Austin Horton. No, he's not. <laughs> what? I'm Austin Horton. Who? Who? He's Johnny Lightfoot. <laughs> and uh, we're going back to the archives, or from the archives here in a moment. Soundtrack of the week, School of Rock. Oh, sorry, that was funny. That was really funny. Uh, I didn't mess up my own name as badly as someone else on this station once did. Oh. We'll leave him off nameless. Okay, nameless. Because it's such a bad moment. But <laughs> I at least said my correct name, just assigned it to the wrong yeah, person. Yeah, just, you just forgot it was you. Uh, but School of Rock is our soundtrack of the week. And that is where we climb into the uh, DeLorean and fly back 88 miles an hour to 2003 from the archives. We're looking at School of Rock facts, factoids, weird facts, little known facts about 2003's School of Rock. Out of the gate, I'll tell you, I got fond memories of this movie. So do I. I love it. Uh, There every every year in high school, there was uh, there was prom. That was a boys' choice dance. Correct. I, I don't see gender. There was there was a <laughs> <laughs> touche. There was a there was morp, which was prom yep, backwards prom girls' backwards. choice. Yep. But then also every fall there was harvest dance. Yes, and that was. was girls' choice. Wasn't that typically like the first dance of the year? Or no, homecoming was wasn't homecoming. It? Yes. Then harvest. Yes. We then did cotillion. What? Then prom. You kids. Then. Uh, sweetheart, no, then sweethearts, then prom, then morp. Is it bad that I didn't go to very many proms? No, it's whatever. I really didn't. And when I did, this is what's horrible. When I did, I just sat and watched the band. <laughs> there was a live band at your prom. Yeah, we had live bands <laughs> at my prom. I paid more attention. But in two thousand three, uh, every year for the harvest dance, the activity was a movie. Oh, they would rent out a movie theater, and I got asked by and went to two thousand three. Went to School of Rock in the theater. Had a had the time of my life. It was wow. a great, great time, great uh, great date and great dance, and uh, we had a good time. You guys did much cooler things than I did. What'd you do? We like got a limo, maybe went to dinner, and I sat and watched the band. <laughs> that was prom. <laughs> so give us give us some facts you've got there about School of Rock, Johnny. Well, Lightfoot. School th- uh, School of Rock two thousand three, directed by. Richard Linklater? Linklater. Who? Uh, uh, I know his name. I, I really I can't remember what who. else he's done. He did such amazing hits as uh, 2001's Walking Life. Never heard of it. A uh, Boyhood. 
Yes. Well, I was getting there. You just blew it. Well, sorry. <laughs> but that that and no. dazed dazed and confused. He's got some big right. m- big movies. He also me. did before midnight. You remember that? He did all the befores. Before midnight, before sunrise, before whatever it is, sunset. So this had a budget of $35 million, and uh, USA, it did $81 million, and worldwide, $131 million. All right. I would say it's successful. Very successful, yeah. Of course, this feature film features Jack Black, Joan Cusack. Uh, Let's see. Who would be the other one you might know? The guy who played Dewey. Mike White. Mike White. He uh, I, he made this movie, not much else. Nope. He wrote this script specifically with Jack Black in mind Yep. to play the lead character, and then he went on the amazing race with his father, and that's where I remember him that's from. That's right. Yeah. That's where he's known from. Yeah. Well, you know, a funny, a funny thing about him, uh, do you know how he got the idea? No. So Mike White got the idea for this movie when he moved into an apartment complex, and he lived next to Jack Black. Oh, really? And Jack Black <laughs> would always run around the halls naked, right? Like, you, you can see him doing that. But not only naked, he was blasting music at 10, probably 11, and most of the rock music that he blasted was used in the film. So he got the idea <laughs> to do this, this story with Jack Black in mind. Wow. But some of the other actors in it, uh, most of them you may go who, which would be... Uh, Joey, who played Zach, he was the guitar player. Yeah. Robert, who played Lawrence, was the keyboard player. Kevin Clark is who he was credited as, played Freddie, the drummer. Okay. And then probably the biggest name out of all of them is Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. She was Summer, the man, the band manager. She later was iCarly. iCarly. She was also in Despicable Me's. Oh, she was? She was the voice of the oldest girl. Um, Agnes. Miranda. Oh, Miranda. Yeah, Agnes Miranda. is the baby girl. Right. Yeah. So, but here's an interesting fact. Most of the kids who we just mentioned, that's their only acting role. Really? Yeah. That was it, huh? That's all they've been credited. Because here's, here's an interesting thing is the director, Richard, would only agree to direct this film if they found kids who could really play. Yeah, they didn't pantomime the instruments. No. There was one or two shots where the guitar player wasn't quite on with what was recorded, but... He did play. And if you watch the end credit scene where they're doing those, uh, what is it, those about to rock? No, not those about to rock. It's, uh, it's a long way to the top. Yeah. The credits are rolling. That's really all the, the kids playing. Okay. That's them. All the singers, the girls, they were really singers. Wow. Every one of them was a real musician, and that is them. In fact, those kids do, do, during the uh, promotion tour for the movie played on Jay Leno. Did they? Yes, they were on Jay Leno. In fact, that, I, was, I was looking at it going, their only other acting credit is literally Jay Leno. I thought that really interesting. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, there's hope for a sequel. Jack Black and uh, Mike White are tossing around the idea from time to time. Yeah. And in 2013, the cast all got together in Austin, Texas, and played a concert. Really? For a reunion of sorts. Because the movie originally was slated to shoot in Austin, but was later moved to New York right. for the shooting. Now... I want, to, I want to stress something here that I find really interesting about the School of Rock. Now, a lot of people have heard of School of Rock, the school. Yeah. Which kind of- I thought was originated here. Correct. It did not. It actually originated in Philly with, um, what was it originally called? It was Paul Green's School of Rock Music. Okay. And here's what's crazy. That company was founded one year before the movie. Wow. Right. Hmm. But then people got the idea and they started franchising it. 
Okay. So there's School of Rocks all over. I believe there is 219 School of Rocks just in the U.S. Does like Jack Black or Mike White have stake in it? I don't think so. They just had permission to use that name yeah. for the show? Yeah, they just used it. But you think about it, it was brilliant. Because now the School of Rock is in nine countries where kids can go and learn music. In fact, it's one of the largest group like all over the place schools hmm. for music which i think is really cool and we do have one here in sandy utah where it does help kids learn how to play music from very first time you've ever touched an instrument all the way up to adults playing in bands hmm, they crazy. teach you everything you want to know about it that's cool i think it's really cool i think it's important i think music and music theory and to learn an instrument i think is vastly important but it's, that's just me. It's huge. Yeah. It's very huge. Uh, some of the kids' parents were concerned that Jack Black would be a negative influence on their young actor children. Why would they think that? <laughs> I don't know. You know, and Jack Black has really matured as he's gotten older. He has. And he's a really good person. Yes, he is. But some of his acting roles and some of his movies were irreverent to say. Well, if you, have you ever seen his band Tenacious D? Yeah, I've never seen them, but I've heard their music. Okay, well, they I, I saw them in the early 90s. I think Jack had just done Mars Attacks movie, okay. which was a very small role. I think he was in it maybe three minutes and then was killed. Yeah. But uh, I saw them perform Tenacious D, and I didn't know I was going to see him. The place was packed in L.A., packed. And they came out and did like this comedy music thing, and it was one of the funniest things I have ever seen. I couldn't tell you how cool it was. It was raunchy, but yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> it was really cool. So I could I could see, I mean, you know, as we all do, as we get older, we mellow out a little bit, you know? Yep. Uh, and then the, this last bit, uh, this last p- piece of news I have for you from uh, School of Rock was that uh, not all the songs were written before filming started, and Black revealed that he wrote most of the ones that were filmed in the classroom right there live on set. So they said... Action, and he came up with the words right then yep, and there. Yep, and, and the music and everything. I love it. Brilliant. Brilliant. He's yep. actually a very, like I mentioned before, he's a very good musician. He, yeah, I agree. Yeah. He, he really is. You've got a list of other movies from 2003. I sure do. You ready for this, okay. man? This was a huge year for one company. We'll get to that in a second. So, 2003 movies that are notable. Kill Bill Volume 1. Okay. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, sorry. Bad Boys 2. Oh, jeez. Bruce Almighty. Wow. Yeah. Lost in Translation. Okay. Old School. That was in 2003? Yeah. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. No, thank you. Hulk. Okay. The first one, not the Ed Norton, but the one before that. Yeah. Horrible. Not good. Then, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. The first one, yeah. Finding Nemo. Wow. Holes. Okay, so Disney's going well here. Yeah. Haunted Mansion. Nah. Which pass. was probably Disney's flop there. But think of that. That's a lot of big movies for Disney just that year. What is that? One, one, two, three, four, four? Well, four? and they're still they're talking about another Pirates movie right now. They're yeah, they're gonna redo it. Ugh. It's not gonna from what I've understood, it's not gonna be Johnny Depp. Yeah. Except they still want it to be Johnny Depp. Yeah, but I don't you I mean no. He had some personal things that happened, and they're like, let's distance ourselves from him for yes, a little while. Yes, he did, but yeah. pun intended, don't you think that ship sailed? Oh, I, it sailed after the second pirate movie. There were only two good pirate movies. You're right. Absolutely right. I, there so. should Really, there's only one. Really, the first one was all yeah. that was- It's all that's needed. Terrific, but yeah. 
Dead Man's Chest and At World's End. I guess they both have their redeeming parts, but I would prefer At uh, Dead Man's Chest than At World's End. But and the, what was the last one? That's I think it was uh, Dead Man's Tell No Tales or something. Tell No Tales. Oh, I don't know. There was a, a one that just came out like last year. I thought that was, and that was the, that's the one I'm talking. I thought that was a. Uh, oh, so we've got Black Pearl. Let's look this up. Okay. Let's get this right. We got the Black Pearl. Yep. Okay. Uh, Pirates movies. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, and then you've got 2006 brought us At World's End. Correct. No, Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. 2007 was the Mermaid one. At World's End. At World's End. 2011 was on Stranger Tides. Nah. Oh, see, I flipped that. I already flipped that. So. 2003, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yep. Great. Yep. 2006, Dead Man's Chest. Fine. 2007, mm. At World's End. Okay. The, definitely the inferior of the first three. It was like, okay, we're probably going to end at three. Then 2011, they do this mermaid one that I still have never seen the whole thing because it's so bad. On Stranger Tides. On Stranger yeah. Tides. And then three years ago, 2017, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Okay. Yes. Was fine. Yeah. <sighs> It was okay. It was okay. Like I said, I, I seriously think that ship sailed after one, maybe two, definitely after three. Yeah. Well, 2003 was a good year. Some sure iconic was. movies. Sure was. All right, buddy. Good job this week. Thanks, man. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Have a good one, and be sure to let us know what you guys are watching. Hit us up on Twitter. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week here on the Movie Zone.